Welcome to Come and Reason with Christian psychiatrist and author Dr. Tim Jennings. Together we will reason through complex issues to find evidence-based answers that harmonize scripture, science, and our life experiences. I'm your Come and Reason host, Charles Mills. Despite evidence to the contrary, there are those who wholeheartedly believe that this earth is not round, but flat. How is that possible? Dr. Jennings joins us today via Skype to share the root of such a view and how that line of thought is not only modern, it's ancient. (laughs) Dr. Jennings, what do we need to know? Well, hey, Charles, always good to talk with you. And this was quite astounding to me. I think most of us know that in history, in the Dark Ages, that church leaders who read the Bible very literally and concretely in texts like the angels stand at the four corners of the earth concluded that the earth was flat, and this led to tension with Galileo, who described the earth as a sphere. I think most of us are aware of that historic tension. And for the vast majority of the world, as science went forward, we rejected and reinterpreted the scripture to be metaphorical or figurative rather than literal on that point. Mm -hmm. What shocked me was to discover there are actually people that are serious people today who actually contend that the earth is flat. And so I went to their website and I went down their individual beliefs and I go through those with you and show what they're predicated upon and how every one of these individual beliefs is predicated on some form of denial or distortion of reality and how those same very mental mechanics are used in religion and even in science to hold to other forms of false beliefs. And we're going to unpack that. So these people who believe in this flat earth, they believe it with all their heart. I mean, they are convinced that this is the way it is. Yes, exactly. Let's go through these beliefs, okay? Yes. The first one of the flat earthers, their beliefs are based upon the idea that we can only have data or reliable information from our own unenhanced senses. Mm. In other words, our own sight, sound, taste, touch, smell, no telescopes, no satellite imagery, only what we can personally experience. This is the basis of the data that they will accept. Well, this is a process known as selection bias where we limit the data points we allow to come into our worldview or our belief system, and we filter out facts or data points or evidences that deny or overturn a a belief so that we only hold to facts that sustain the belief that we want to sustain. This same idea of selection bias that the flat earthers do through only allowing their immediate senses to be used is done by various Christian groups who interpret the historic statement sola scriptura to mean that we can only use the Bible and the Bible alone to form our beliefs. We can't integrate science. We can't integrate real life experiences to it. And so there are many beliefs formed in Christianity that are actually contradictory to reality. The, in fact, historic flat earth view would have been one of those views where they took the Bible literally and did not incorporate the interpretation with the science of the earth being a sphere. Evolutionists do this when they reject the Bible and deny any scripture insight into their interpretation of data points in the world around them. And so they create a selection bias in their worldview. And so this idea of a selection bias is not unique, but it's one that's used quite extremely for the flat earthers. So what is the issue then? If if I go outside and it feels warm on my skin, I'm going to say it's a warm day. Aren't I right? Our 
perceptions of sight, sound, touch, and so forth are limited in their scope. For instance, there are wavelengths of light that are not available to the human eye infrared, ultraviolet, and so forth. Our eye is limited in the wavelengths that we can see, and thus we need enhanced metrics or tools to help us see in the infrared wavelength light to identify things that are actually happening in our world around us. Same too, we can only see a certain distance with our unaided eye, and that limits what we perceive because of the size of the Earth. It perceives to our perceptions to be flat when in fact it's a sphere. All right, very good. Number two. What's number two on this list? Well, the number two in their beliefs is that they want people to know that their beliefs are not from any religion or tied to any religion, yet the vast majority of the adherents seem to have a literalistic interpretation of the scripture. Mm -hmm. And so this would be an example of something called literalism or concrete thinking or either refusal or inability to abstract In other words, taking symbols or metaphors or parables or figures of speech literally. This happens in many examples throughout the Christian teachings where people will not understand the metaphor of the blood and they will think there's power in the blood. And and this led to all types of relics having power through Christianity. And even today, when much of Christianity, they believe somehow in the physical red corpuscles of Jesus having some type of power. Rather than realizing, as Christ said in John 6, that unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part with me, making it very clear this is not cannibalism, that the blood is simply a metaphor or a symbol of something. And if we don't identify the symbols, then we we stay stuck in a a metaphorical or figurative world, but not really understanding reality. This is very common in many teachings in Christianity. I think one of the classics would be the parable of Lazarus and the rich man, where it's a parable, but people have taken it literally to believe that people are suffering in hell and calling off to people in heaven for relief. Okay, I can see where this is happening in in religion today. We tend to we tend to make decisions based on not only our feelings as you mentioned on the first there from our senses, but we tend to make it based on things that aren't attached to really anything, including religion, am I right? That's right. So, and this is a good point. If you hold to a a metaphor, a figure, a symbol of speech, see, metaphors are only metaphorical if they're directly tied to some reality. That's what object lessons and symbols are for, to try to lead us to a larger reality. If we decouple them from the reality and hold them on their own, they become fantasy. And that's the problem. There are a lot of fantasies taught in religion, and that opens the door for thinking evidence-based people to come along and then criticize religion and thus cast out the so-called baby with the bathwater. Well, there is no God because you guys have a bunch of fantasies you believe because you believe things that are based on metaphor that you've never tied to reality. And that's one of the problems in much of Christianity. (laughs) Watching this world go through its paces must be very frustrating to God as he looks down and sees all this. Number three. What's number three for us? So the next thing that the flat earthers do is they deny that humans have ever been in space. Hmm. They've never landed on the moon. We've never had spacewalks. And they claim that the various space agencies have faked all the videos or photographs to create these various complex organizations in order to embezzle money from their governments. Hmm. 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 Okay. So this is a denial of reality in order to maintain a belief. This is classic 
primitive defense mechanism. And you see it historically and classically in addicts who deny they have an addiction problem or claim that they can handle it. You also see it in abuse relationships where the one being abused denies that the person's abusing. Oh, he didn't really mean it. It was my fault. Or the abuser denies that they don't love the other person. Oh, yes, I only do it because I love them. So there's all forms of denial. Scientists do this when they deny evidence that refutes godless theories of origins, such as all the coded information in their DNA that is not possible to have organized itself without an intelligence, but they deny that and focus exclusively on the physical matter that makes up life. So uh, religious groups do this by denying evidence that expose some of their sacred beliefs that they hold as false. The most important denial, I think, the most core one in, in Christianity is that God's laws are design laws, protocols upon which life are built, like the laws of health and laws of physics and others. And people in Christianity insist that God's laws function no different than human laws made up rules. This is a denial of reality. And so flat earthers maintain their belief through denial of evidence that don't fit, and so do other distorted belief systems, whether it's evolutionary origins or an imperial dictator God concept or other beliefs we hold in life. Boy, I can sure see why those ancient ways of looking at the world have moved into today's world. You're making that very clear. Number four, what's next? Flat Earthers also will take argue, well, they will argue that any photographic or video evidence from weather balloons, aircraft, satellites that can show the ellipse of the Earth they can be altered. Video and photographic evidence can be altered. Therefore, they reject such evidence. Mm. And what they've done now is they've taken a fact, a truth, and they apply it falsely. Here's the truth. Photographic and video evidence can be altered. That's a fact. That's true. Mm -hmm. But then they apply it to video evidence of this of the shape of the earth without actually demonstrating that the photographic evidence in question has been altered. Mm -hmm. They create a lie. Take a fact. It can be altered. Apply it to something that hasn't been altered and alleged has been creating a falsehood so that they can then reject it. Christianity does this in a lot of ways. We fact that we are to live by faith in God. That's a fact. They create a false application. Having faith means we don't ask questions and we don't need evidence. We just believe because somebody claims or the Bible says it. So they create a false application that allows for irrational beliefs to be held and even destructive beliefs to be held. Scientists do this with multiple false assumptions. Fact. Carbon-14 decays at a fixed rate. That's a fact. False application. We can have accurate carbon-14 dating of organic material, but that is a false application because it's based on an unprovable assumption that carbon-14 a thousand years ago in the environment is at the same concentrations as it is today. Mm. Completely unprovable. Mm -hmm. And so there are the same types of defense mechanisms or cognitive distortions that the flat earthers are using to hold a belief that's irrational. Many Christians do and many scientists do. Well, we have about two minutes left on our program. What else do we need to know today? So what happens then is when you then apply these cognitive distortions, denying evidence, a selection bias, et cetera, then you end up forming beliefs that are irrational. So the flat earthers believe that the earth is a flat disk and that the Arctic Circle, north, where we call the North Pole, is at the center of that disk and that the sun revolves around it and that around the outer edges of the disks are a giant ice barrier that would be where the Antarctica would be 
and that the government has agents that prevent anyone from climbing up the ice barrier to go over the edge to see the edge of the Earth. And then they also deny gravity, claiming that the Earth is in a constant state of acceleration. And what we call gravity is nothing but centrifugal force. And so what happens, this same type of mental gymnastics cause people to form many other false beliefs in Christianity, like God is the source of death or God is the source of pain under the guise of inflicted justice that creates an immoral God who tortures his creatures for all eternity in hell. Or science creates beliefs that living organisms came from inorganic, non-living matter all on its own. And so these same dynamics are played out in a whole host of beliefs. I just found it very instructive that the flat earthers use these so directly to form this false narrative. And yet many other people, billions of people, do the same thing with their beliefs, but don't even see it. Why do they do that? Why do they feel the need to do all this? I have no idea what their motivations are. Mm -hmm. Um, I just know this is what they're doing. Well, I like what we say in the introduction to this program, that we take those three important things when we make a decision, the evidence, the experience, and what the Bible says, and we combine those all together to make our decisions. And now I know why that's important to do, Dr. Jennings. Yes, the Bible teaches how reality actually works, and we have nothing to fear for pursuing the truth. The truth will always lead us into greater enlightenment, but that truth is really found best when we harmonize scripture, science, and real-life experiences. Then when all three come to the same conclusion, we can have very great confidence. All right. Comeandreason.com is the website. Listener, I invite you to go there. Uh, You'll find a new product that was just put there recently, and I want you to know about that. Go to comeandreason.com and find a brand new product that Dr. Jennings has made available to you at his website. You'll find it waiting for you right there at the homepage. Until next time, this is Charles Mills along with Dr. Tim Jennings wishing you God's presence in your life. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for spending time with us today. To continue the journey, I urge you to visit comeandreason.com. Here you'll find many excellent resources to help you gain a deeper understanding of the God we all love and serve. That's at comeandreason.com. This is Charles Mills, along with Dr. Tim Jennings, inviting you to join us the next time we come and reason together. Come and reason.